to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. The Open Mic. The Open Mic. Podcast. Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mike B. And this is the Open Mic Radio Podcast. And as always, I don't own the rights to this song, so please don't take down my podcast. I need the listens. I need the downloads. I need the views. I need whatever you're going to give me to help me grow this podcast, make this podcast great, and whatever else, what have you and whatnot. Um, uh, I also want to say thank you to all the subscribers and all the listeners uh, who have downloaded this podcast. All the tens of you, the ones of you, the fives of you, the twenties of you. We're not at hundredth yet, so we stay at the twenties. And um, share the show, subscribe to the show, please. Follow us on Twitter at Open Mic Radio RR on Twitter and on the Instagram. But without no further ado, I want to introduce and bring in my homeboy when it comes to wrestling knowledge and sports, Mr. Redskins himself, Mr. Big Hurt Hurts House. Hurts House. Hey, hey. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, man? What's happening? What's up, man? Um, you know what you know what time it is, man. It's the biggest party of the year, man. It's the biggest party of the summer. Labor Day? Nah, man. Memorial Day. Nah, man. Fourth of July. Nah, man. SummerSlam, yo. Oh, yeah, that party. Yeah, you know yeah, what it is, man. So much party. It's a huge, huge part of the year. And um, this is the podcast. Um, as always, when it comes down to pay-per-view events, we normally, I bring in Hurt, you know what I'm saying, talk sports, chop, chop, chop some shop, or shoot the shit, as they say. But we're talking, basically, we're talking wrestling, man. Um, August 19th is WWE SummerSlam. I don't know who's the sponsor. I don't know if it's Snickers, Burger King, or whatever. Whoever it is, I don't know why they need sponsors anyway. But, hey, everybody needs a check, right? Everybody needs a check. Everybody needs a check, yo. But um, it's SummerSlam, man. Um, so before we get, we know we normally do our predictions. But overall, uh, I just want to ask you a few questions. I haven't been paying as much attention to wrestling uh, recently. But um, what do you feel about the overall buildup for all the um, matches that's coming out? Um, and it's a bit, now, mind you, this is probably going to be a four- or five-hour show. They got they already listed three different uh, matches for the pre-show. Two-hour pre-show. Two-hour pre-show. So it's almost we're talking WrestleMania numbers right now. Yeah. So you know, uh, I know I got a few friends that's going to the SummerSlam. I was going to go myself uh, when we're making that trip. That pre- that pre- uh, what do you call it? I was going to say the pilgrimage, and I think I finally said it. Um, that I'm not trying. But um, yeah. So her, which how you feel about the build up to SummerSlam? Well, first of all, this year's SummerSlam is brought to you by Cricket Wireless. Okay. And Glue Mobile. Okay. I don't know who Glue Mobile is, but we all know Cricket Wireless. Oh yeah. It used to be used to be a bum if you had Cricket. Now it's you're cool. looking weird if you're still paying those Verizon prices. That's just how I look at things. <laughs> um, as far as SummerSlam goes and the buildup, the buildup has been pretty good. Okay. It's been pretty good. There's a lot of things I want to see, and more importantly, there's so many things that you don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. Don't know which way it's going to go. The only problem that the WWE has right now is the same reason why, uh, and you have to excuse me if you're hearing this because I'm starting to lose my voice, but I'm here for this. Um, I'm using my rap voice because uh, I'm trying to maintain. Very raspy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going. It's going. The only reason that, um, <clears throat> the only reason, um, the only problem that I see WWE having is the same problems that they have every pay-per-view where they're just oversaturated. There's so many storylines happening. They're not going to be able to focus on the little ones like Mojo Raleigh and Bobby Roode are going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. 
Um, Do they even have a match? Hmm? Do they even have a match with someone saying? Probably pre-show, but but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? There's going to be there's lots of matches that haven't been made official yet, which which holds up us guys who are doing uh, fantasy wrestling. So I'm going to make a card tomorrow for my fantasy wrestling leagues, and people are going to hit me on Friday and Saturday. But you know it's going to be a match between. Hey, we're going to be good. Don't what's worry the, about it. Um, so what's the um real quick? What's that wrestling league, yo? That be the E League. Okay. Um, if, how how they find out if they want to join on? Yo, on... go to go to Facebook and join the E League. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the E League, one word, you're gonna run into uh, the video game site. We're not them. We are the E-League. E stands for E-Federation. Um, and we are sam- we are celebrating SummerSlam as our one-year anniversary. Wow, that's big. SummerSlam anniversary is why I've been telling people to call it, but we haven't been doing it. And that's fine. I didn't know that. SummerSlam anniversary. That was our first pay-per-view, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we crowned the champion on um, at Survivor Series. Okay, all right. Okay. And, and basically, tell people real quick, um, for anybody that's listening to this as wrestling fans, uh, tell them how the how how the E League works. And... Well, the E League is kind of like fantasy football. Okay. The E League is you. Um, it's really fun, by the way. I'm in it. I participate in. It's really really fun. It, it actually forces you to be part of the storylines and actually invest into WWE. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, E Feds saved my wrestling fandom because there was a period where the only reason I was watching was because we were doing fantasy wrestling, and then all of a sudden it got good and it hooked me back again. But basically. In my league, there's a, there's a bunch of different leagues. In the league that we're speaking about in particular, you pick, on Monday night, you pick five guys from Raw, you pick five guys from SmackDown. If your guys wrestle and win, you get 10 points. If they wrestle and lose, you get five points. If they show up and talk, you don't get anything. You get extra points if they win the main event, and you're paired off with other opponents who have also picked people. And your job is to outscore your opponents. Now, you can try to use the dirt sheets, but it's hard, but you have to pick Tuesday ahead of time. The best way to do it is to watch the show on Tuesday, the previous week, and start identifying the way they're building storylines. You're going, oh, okay, Becky Lynch is on the roll. Well, I'm going to pick Becky. Charlotte's on the roll. I'm going to pick Charlotte. I haven't seen Shinsuke Nakamura wrestling in a while. I'm going to pick him. Uh, Jeff Hardy and this guy got into a fight backstage. Maybe that'll be a match next week. That's the way it goes. Okay. And then um, for our pay-per-views like SummerSlam, where we already know the matchups, we just pick the winners. And each match has a different point total. And if you outscore your opponent, you win. We got rankings. We got titles. You can promo at your opponents. It's lots of fun. Lots of fun. Okay. Okay, that's cool, man. And like I said, I'm part of it. It's really, really fun. Um, There's a lot of people that you may or may not know that's in it as well for all the listeners. Um, SummerSlam for me, um, it's always been like the second biggest pay per view. Um, actually, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. It, it goes in my in my order of the top, the big four. Okay. Now it's the big five because of the money in the bank. Um, they did add because okay. they, they gave it they gave it a takeover weekend. Yeah, so. well, I think all of them have takeovers now, don't they? No, only the okay. Big, the big four used to be the only they gave them you know t- okay and they see takeover, but then they made money in bank a takeover. So they should money in bank deserve to be in the top five. Yeah, but go for it. So it goes um, Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. Uh, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Survivor Series, mm. and then SummerSlam for me. Okay. But now it goes Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, WrestleMania, uh, uh, Survivor Series, and then SummerSlam. Okay. For me, we both agree Royal Rumble's the best. For me, Royal yeah. Rumble's always been my favorite pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble, 
for me. Then WrestleMania, I still love WrestleMania. Then it's always been SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Money in the Bank, Survivor Series. Just because Survivor Series, you never know whether they're going to do a Survivor Series pay per view or if they want to do another pay per view that's called Survivor Series. Yeah, like I want to see, I want that five on five action. Yeah, pause. <laughs> Yo, mm. real quick. Okay, real quick. All right. Last night, mm-hmm. just random, going to network, mm-hmm. randomly pick something to watch. Mm-hmm. And last night, I watched Saturday night's main event. Mm-hmm. From early 1987, right before I started watching wrestling on a regular basis. Okay. They had three matches, mm-hmm. and the first match was Jake the Snake versus Kamala. Okay. The second match was Macho Man versus George Animal Steel. Mm-hmm. The third match was the British Bulldogs versus the Hart Foundation. Okay. Those three matches, each one was better than anything. Better than anything I see on right now. Oh, wow. And I hate sounding like an old timer. You sound old as shit. I, I hate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like feeling that way. All that, all, all that ring psychology. That ring psychology. I, I implore you. Yeah. Actually, I end up watching. You know what I end up watching? What? Uh, we'll go ahead and finish what you got to say. I'm gonna say I just implore you to watch that episode. I watch. It. I'll give you the date. You go back and you watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple of things where it's like you can see the first couple of segments were written together. Mm-hmm. And they flow together. You don't have that now. Yeah. You have different writers. You have this here, this here, this here, this here. And WWE's kind of gotten around writing the entire show around The Rock. Writing the entire show around Stone Cold. Writing the entire show around Triple H where everyone has something to say about it. Yeah. They just, they've gotten away from it. And I miss it. Yeah. I end up watching 1998 Bash of the Beach. That wasn't the turn. That was the turn was ninety six, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is the one with um, I think and and it, 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 it's funny because WCW all jumbled up to me. So I just randomly just picked. So I've been a big. I, I've started watching old WCW pay per views. Kevin Sullivan versus Chris Benoit strap match. Think so. <laughs> I love that match. And you can really see how crappy WCW was. <laughs> you look at some of the old stuff, just like, man, bad. Macho Man, it's like 98. Macho Man wrestling is in 76, but he's still in the main event with Hogan. They both got ball spots. So I can see what they were saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> the old scheme gene commercials. Yeah, uh, I think one of them was like Goldberg versus Conan. I watched like two of them back to back. It was like Goldberg versus Conan for the United States title, and they really tried to make it like Conan. They were like, Conan is the toughest uh, uh, opponent for Goldberg since his, <laughs> since, since his, William Regal. Like, yeah. <laughs> Here. And, uh, and you know, back in that time, it was like you know what? Maybe Conan is pretty tough. And Conan was a beast. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah, with his baggy jeans. But you could tell when WWE messed up because he was really, really hot, and they really cool cooled him off. Um, <laughs> but without any further ado, we have thirteen matches on SummerSlam. That does include matches. that, which includes the pre-show. Um, for those of you in the E League, I'm only doing ten. Okay. <laughs> so um, so out of the out of the thirteen, the only um. The first three are the um, are the pre-show matches, and in the pre-show, uh, we're going to predict. All right, um, all right let's do it. Let's do this, okay? Let's do um, it. So I feel like we should put a wager on this. Um, last time we did eight to five, I won. Um, so it was like bragging rights. Okay. I kind of feel like we should put like a case of dew or something, <laughs> like in our Shannon Sharp voice or Pepsi or a bottle of water. Um, I will bet you one two liter of Mountain Dew ice. Oh, okay, and I'll bet you. Um, a gallon of water. Gallon of water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gallon. Because I'm trying to be a little healthier now, so I'm trying to get away from the soda. You know what? Me too. Let's go water for water. Okay. Deer Park. Deer Park. Okay. Deer Park. Gallon of water. All right. Cool. All right. But three gallons now. All right. So three gallons. <laughs> three gallons. Three gallons. All right. Three, three, three gallons. gallons of water. They're only like a dollar a piece. So. That's fine. That's fine. Three yeah. gallons of water. Okay. Cool. So here we go. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Titles. This is the kickoff match. Raw Tag Team Titles. 
The B team versus the revival. The B team. Why? I don't think. I don't think the run is over yet. The revival need the belt. That's who should win. Yeah. But no tag team title change in the pre-show. That's strictly what I'm basing it on. And for some odd reason, I really feel like because it's the pre-show, and they have two title matches on the pre-show. So I'm gonna go with B team. Only because of the second title match up here. We'll get to that in a minute. So, we're both going B-team. All right. And because of that, the Revival's going to win. Mm. <laughs> uh, the second match, another tag team match, is a mixed tag. is Rusev and Lana versus Andre El, uh, Andre Almas, Cian Almas and Zelena Vega. Rusev Day versus Almas, Almas and Vega. You know, and it, it 50 50 booking would say that it's got to be Rusev and Lana yeah. because they've been getting owned. But I think Almas is going to be one of your next challengers for like the U.S. title or something. I think it's going to be him and Lana. I think it's going to be him and Vega. Okay, so you say Vega? Yeah, and, and Vega's and, definitely going to be my next baby mom. And I'm going to go with Rusev Day because Rusev doesn't have to be pinned. I mean, uh, Alma says I'd be paying. It's also true. Yeah, so I'm going to be Rusev Day. Rusev Day. Day. So, um, and the final match on the on the card, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. It's time for Drew Gulak. Yep, so. It's time. We're both going to Gulak. And that's the only reason why I said the B team was going to win, because they wouldn't do two title changes on the kickoff show. Yeah. Maybe they will, because, you know, it's, they. I think sometimes they listen to shows, um, Different little dirt sheet shows and stuff like that. And they're like, what did everybody else think? And like, cool, we're going to go in the opposite direction. Nah, it's, it's time. Yeah, um, and um, shout out to Vegeta. She's the only one that's a faithful um, 205 live listener. <laughs> I mean, watcher. Mm-hmm. And Cedric has been holding the belt for a while, since WrestleMania. Yeah. And WrestleMania is happening in April. Yeah. April, so we're looking at now, we're, in, we're looking at August. So that's about a good four-month stretch. I don't think he's had too many title defenses. Um, Gulak has went from being the king of the PowerPoint presentation to being a submission a, a submission machine Ooh. in the cruiserweight. Like like, look at him now versus when um he was um when he was the PowerPoint presentation guy. All the goofiness left. He's got a beard. Really really serious guy. Enzo springboarded his career. <laughs> I, I I sort of agree, kind of don't agree because the PowerPoints are already over before he got with Enzo. There were more eyes on it. I didn't see it before Enzo. I'm looking at Enzo. I'm like, oh, this guy's got potential. Cool. I, I like him. I don't know. Then Enzo was gone. And I'm like, oh, I you know, still like him. You know what's funny about your? Sometimes I listen to your predictions, right? Or I listen to you talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. I don't know if it's the big troll. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to troll or you being serious. So I always go. I always go with the former, which is you just being a troll. <laughs> Who really knows, man? Who really knows? All right, we get to the main, the actual main show. There's ten show. There's ten matches. We're looking at maybe four or five, six title defenses because it's like three titles, whatever. Yeah. On the show, whatever. But, um, real quick before we get into that, yeah, because you know the night before is NXT, mm. and um, I'm really looking forward to that. I always look. I love NXT Takeover Saturdays. It's very. This is a very random part of the conversation. You're not a wrestling fan. You're probably like, I don't care. Just just power through. NXT Takeover. <laughs> it's always had like and it's and it uh, has always had the better events of the two. Now, me and you both disagree, but I think I'm leaning more to your position. 
only because for simple reasons. One, NXT cuts out a lot of the fat takeover. They cut a lot of fat, so there's not too many promos. Isn't much comedy. Isn't much of anything. It's just old school, gritty, dark matches with, you know, match ends, a lot of ring psychology, a lot of catch catch can, all the other stuff with great commentary. Still going with NXT going to be better. <laughs> I, I'm going to go a little further on that. I've had my, my thinking on that has evolved, mm-hmm. not devolved, but evolved even more. Mm-hmm. No, NXT, you get one hour a week. Yeah. Whereas Raw, you get three hours. Yeah. SmackDown, you get two hours. And then you go into a pay per view, we're going to get five, six hours. Yeah. Whereas NXT, you get one hour a week. And then you get a nice, tight two, two and a half hour pay per view. Yeah. Less is more. They put their best five matches up. Yeah. Less is more, man. So and they, that's, a, that's, a, that's an advantage of and, and being with, smaller. And with that hour, it's not like there's anybody left off the, off the, that's like lost in the shuffle. Everybody's going to get their time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but and you know, also, I'll be looking for the street profits. And they don't get to wrestle every week. But, you it know makes what you, but it makes you miss them, though. It makes it makes you miss so them. So when you see them, when you hear that, dum, 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 they get saucy. Yeah. You know, like Bianca Moore. I'm looking at a lot of these people. Bianca Belair. Yeah, Belair. Yeah. Bianca Moore is a porn star. Uh, Bianca Belair. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I started to say that I'm really looking forward to Ricochet versus, not Ricochet, uh, Valentine Dream versus EC3 and Ricochet versus Adam Cole, baby. I could choke Bianca Belair with that hair. You know, it's not important. What's next? Okay, so here we go. Main, main, now we're going to the main card. Elias is performing at SummerSlam. It's an Elias performance as well. He's not wrestling Bobby Roode? I mean, Bobby Lashley? No. The f- okay. So, you already know he's about to interrupt. All right. So, one of the first matches we got, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Constable Corbin. It's time for Finn Balor to put this away. Yeah. So, you going Finn? I'm going Finn. Definitively. Um, who won the last one? Finn won on Raw, right? No. On Raw, they're staying away from each other. Okay. They just keep beating each other up after each other's Finn matches. Finn won. Uh, he won. He got the. He got like the. You know, not the cheap win, but like Corbin. The, Corbin lost. Corbin lost. Yeah, he lost the last pay per view. Yeah. Finn won. I still think Finn's gonna win. I'm gonna go with Finn. All right, Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. The Miz. Miz. And then Daniel Bryan, once he resigns his contract, he can get revenge at WrestleMania. I'm gonna go with um yeah I'm gonna go with Miz too. I just feel like I re- especially with the Miz TV, that Miz show it's getting renewed after one se- after one after, episode. After one episode it gets renewed. Get out of here. It's a good show. Yeah, it's better than Bella Bella. Um, total Bella. Better than Total Bella. It's not better than Total Divas, but better than Total Bella. <laughs> Brian um Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. If Strowman loses in any way, DQ tickling. Kevin Owens, trip him down the steps, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he, he can lose the money in the bank contract. This is very important for for the SummerSlam main event we'll talk about later. Um, so what you think? After two weeks of Braun Strowman losing by disqualification and losing by countout, I think they've built it up enough that he has to watch himself. I think he controls himself in this match, and he goes over clean, daddy. Yeah, okay, so you going Braun? Yep. Um, you know what? I'm going Owens. Okay. And the reason I'm going Owens is because once again, this is the one way that Braun can lose without looking weak. That's like he did in the cage match. I have some thoughts about that. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there later. Um, Braun, you went Braun. I'm going to go. 
I did say Owens, right? You said Owens. I'm gonna go Owens, man. I'm gonna try it. And we'll we'll talk about we'll, we'll have more to talk about <laughs> later on. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. This is one of the feuds I'm not really interested in because I'm confused in Randy Orton's role. It's a, it's a, here we go with the low blow action. This is built great for a porn star, but I don't understand why Shinsuke goes from being strong style, the king of strong style, to being the king of the low blows. So I'm not. I, I just figured it would be Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. I'm a little. I know that it was Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Shinsuke versus because um, this is Jeff Hardy's rematch. Yeah. Which I already thought he had a rematch. I thought he did too. And Randy Orton, oh, uh, yo, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. It doesn't make any sense for Jeff Hardy to win this match. None at all. There's stuff for Jeff Hardy to do when this match is over. Shinsuke's going to win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Shin only because I feel like Jeff Hardy, I, I feel like Randy Orton's about to get suspended for um, shaking hands with, with penis hands. All right, so. <laughs> with old, old one the one-eyed viper. Oh, here Last night, last night, um, after SmackDown, he went around and shook everybody on the crew's hand <laughs> off camera when the show was over. Did he really? Yeah. They said when the show was over, he just went around and made the point to shake everybody's hand, and that was like a running joke. Oh, shit. Like, he's not taking this thing seriously. Good old... Well, why would you when you're Randy Orton? You don't have to. No, you don't. CM Punk told us that. Um, I'm just checking my... All yeah. right, so Bludgeon Brothers versus The New Day. I'm going New Day. Uh, I like the Bludger Brothers, but I just feel like if the one there's if there's one t- I can't think of another team that could beat them right now that's out. And if the bar didn't get a chance to, to face them, if it was the bar, I have another hesitation. It would be the bar, but I'm really going with New Day on this one because that's many matches. I don't think the Bludgeon Brothers could have any good matches with anybody else outside of them. Everything you're saying makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> Because they need those belts. Okay. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title with the Dean Ambrose heel turn. Um, so <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't see Raw Monday. Um, I saw that Seth, I saw Dean Ambrose came back looking like Triple H. Yeah, looking like with uh, Champa. Champa. Yeah. So yeah. so Champa, when Champa gets called up, everybody be desensitized to the the affiliation look. Um, Going Ziggler. I don't want to go Ziggler because I feel like Ziggler and McIntyre will be next for the B team. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. But Seth Rollins also should still be stepping up to the world title. Dean Ambrose. Maybe Seth wins and then Dean turns on him. Maybe. I'm going to go Ziggler. I'm a, oh, I'm going Ambrose. You going, I'm, you going Rollins? I'm going Rollins. I'm going to go with you. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I know what you were saying. Dean helps him win mm-hmm. and then turns on him. Okay. Triple H. I mean, sorry, Triple H. Triple threat match. SmackDown's women's title. I'm listening right now. I'm going Carmella. Carmella versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title. I'm going Becky. I'm, I'm not going Becky Lynch. I'm going, um, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going Becky. I'm going Becky also. Then I'm going Carmella. <laughs> I want to go against Carmella, but I'm going Becky because Becky looks like she has something going on. I feel like she's she's developing into something else. I'm going Becky. Okay. Yeah, I, I just 
I, I can't bet against Carmella because she's white and blonde. So, <laughs> and she's making a, she's making a lot of media appearances. To me, uh, I, that was very racist of me. I don't care. Um, I feel like Carmella has morphed herself into the male version of the female version of the Miz. I agree with that. Like a lot of people say she's annoying and stuff like that, just like they call it the Miz. But after a while, the Miz is, is by far one of the top heels. And can, like when he's a face, he's he's still all right. But not when he's not when he's a heel. Like he can he gets that crowd in his hand. You know when my hand goes up, your mouth's gonna shut. <laughs> all of that. And Carmella has sort of like that same kind of swag with her. So. I, I I just feel like she's so marketable with that belt right now. She needs the belt more than Becky and Charlotte. And with Charlotte in the match, I feel like one of them is going to cause the other person to match, but it's going to cause one of them to turn heel on each other, <laughs> which would set up their one-on-one feud. Like and Miller can keep the belt. Yeah. I'm changing my pick to Carmella. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Are you sure? Just like we're playing spades. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I had three books, but, you know, I'm going to cut one of these. Let's, let's go for it, yeah. Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Would would Vince McMahon let Ronda not win? She's pretty and blonde, man. Ronda Rousey. Well, Ronda, too. I just have a feeling that she, there's no way that they would let her. I, I've come, I've evolved on my thinking. And I think the only reason that Carmella, or the only reason that Alexa Bliss was given the belt, because mm-hmm. they knew they wanted to get the belt on Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And it was better to put it on her from Boston than from Nia Jax. That's my thoughts. Yeah. That and the fact that I think um, promo-wise, Alexa don't been doing a lot of the promos, which she can carry that feud. Yeah. Um, to build it up. Absolutely. With Nikki Nikki. Speaking of, um, now we're down to the final two title matches. Um, SmackDown's WWE um, heavyweight title. The is AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I'm torn. This is a TNA main event. I'm torn. <laughs> I don't know which one to go with. On one hand, I want to go Joe. The other hand, I want to go Styles. It is SummerSlam. I'm going to go Joe. I'm going to go Styles. And I want Joe to win. This is one where I'm going to, if I lose off of this, I'm going to gladly slide that water over to you. <laughs> like, here you go. Samoa Joe, world champion. I'm with it. Yeah, I, I think I think it's time for the belt to come off AJ. Um, he he's beaten Shinsuke Nakamura like eighty four times, and outside that, I can't think of who else he he defended the belt against. He almost had it for a few. He almost had it over a year, right? Almost uh, two hundred eighty one days. Okay. But I see Samoa Joe winning this belt at a much greater pay per view, like yeah. Armageddon or Bad Blood. Or don't get no greater than Hell in a Cell or something like that. I don't see him winning it at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's too determined. I don't think they would have switched him over to Summer to uh, SmackDown just to have him over. I don't see it either. <laughs> and the last match, the match that um, that if you if you've seen it once, you probably seen it three more times because it happened three more times. Um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I'm not falling for it. Me and Park. And Brandon Moore had a long conversation about this while we were waiting on Mike to get on PlayStation. He never did. Long conversation. They said, Brandon Moore said, don't do it, big fella. I said, I'm picking Barack. And nothing. 
is going to stop me from picking Brock. I, I fell for Roman Reigns twice. He fooled me at WrestleMania. He fooled me at the Greatest Rumble. Brock is going to beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Heyman's new client, Braun Strowman, is going to cash in. You build Braun up as a good guy. Oh, he's shaking baby's hands and he's the monster and he's this. And he becomes the new Paul Heyman guy. Not Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman. After Brock defeats Roman. I like that. Going Brock as well. Brock's beating Roman. So I think now in the league, I'm probably going to pick Roman Reigns just because I keep getting fooled. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose off of that, but man, I'm, I don't know, man. I really think it's going to be Brock. So I think we'll throw a little caveat in here. So let's see. We got B team, B team, big Gulag, Finn. So we're pretty much seeing all the way down south for Braun, New Day, Ziggler. Okay, so we're pretty, we're pretty. So Joe the, and Styles were. Okay. Yeah. So my question to you is. Mm-hmm. Does does Braun cash in at SummerSlam, or the or the Raw after? If Roman wins, the Raw after. Mm-hmm. If Brock wins, at SummerSlam. It seems too predictable to happen at SummerSlam. True. Way too predictable. But that's Raw. Yeah. If it was SmackDown, we'd be talking about something different, but it's raw. <laughs> it's raw. You and, know what you're getting. And it's and it's one of the hottest crowds outside of WrestleMania. Every time there's a new uh, a, a, a big fire pay per view, so I'm, so you said you said uh, so you got to pick one, SummerSlam or or Monday Night Raw. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. I'm gonna go raw. And if it does happen, that's happen. Whatever. Just. Make it intriguing. All right. So, with that being said, so um, what is your what, what what is your big takeaway that you hope to get from SummerSlam um, this year? Because actually, for me, like I said, one of the reasons why SummerSlam is so ranked low for me is because it always seems like it's a disappointing a disappointment for me. And I, there's a lot of forgettable SummerSlams for me. SummerSlam, the SummerSlams of the past, and my favorite SummerSlams have good moments in the middle. Mm-hmm. But they have strong endings. The last 30 seconds of the show, I want my socks to be knocked off. I want to be running around the house high-fiving people. I want to be hyped up. I want that feeling that I want the feeling that I felt when The Rock beat Mankind for his first belt and turned heel. Everybody in the house was upset except for me because The Rock was my guy. Mm-hmm. I want that moment. Okay. I I I'll be fine with any moment ending SummerSlam as long as it's not Roman Reigns standing in the ring, holding the belt, soaking up the admiration of the crowd with Vince trying to sell it down our throats. If anything but that, I'll be good. Okay. I prefer Brock winning. I prefer Braun Strowman cashing in on whoever wins. But if Roman walks away with the belt, I might walk away from Raw. You gonna walk away from Raw? I might put my picks in and just step off. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why I did. Um, and people didn't know this, but that's why I did last, last, not last year, but two years ago. I, I'm not one of those guys like I'm not watching. And these keep posting to not watch it. I think that's corny. Mm-hmm. And I, I love some of the guys who do it. No, no disrespect to y'all. 
I think it's corny to come in every week and remind people you're not watching. Hey, by the way, you know what? I'm not watching. It, but <laughs> for me, what I just did was I just didn't watch. And I made the point. I was like, as long as John Cena or Roman Reigns is in the title picture, I'm not watching. And I just didn't watch. And I didn't talk about it. I didn't, I didn't give them an analytic on my Facebook by talking about them because bad publicity is still good publicity. I didn't tweet about not watching. I didn't do any of that. I just didn't watch. I just didn't add the activity in the rooms. I just and whenever somebody asked me, I'd be like, "Yo, I'm not watching." As long as Roman and John Cena are in, I'm not watching. But I didn't give him anything. And once Roman filed out of the uh, championship picture, I came back. And I'll probably do the same. I, I don't like Roman. And um, my next baby mama, um, shout out to Jen. She'll probably end up listening to this. She always be like, oh, a grown man say that you shove another grown man down his throat. Like, yo, they can try, but it won't be me. So Roman's walking around with the belt and he's still the same old Roman with no heel turn and no, he's not walking off with Heyman and it's just the same old, I don't even want I bust him. my ass, big dog, I'm out. I don't, I don't even really want him walking away with, with Heyman. I think that title should be reserved for somebody that's um, more worthy. Like, I could see him walking away with, like, a Kevin Owens. I could see him walking away with a Braun Strowman. But, like, for him to... It's almost it's almost like that Zack Ryder, John Cena thing where it was like, oh, Zack is over, put him next to Cena. They kind of shit on it Monday, though. They shitted on the idea of Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman yeah. because Paul Heyman offered him to come with him on Monday and Roman was just... Roman shied down and then Paul Heyman maced him and Brock beat the shit out of him. And Vince got to hear, no matter how hard we've been building Roman Reigns up, when Brock gets to beating on Roman Reigns, the crowd sides with Brock Lesnar. They're chanting one more time. They're chanting, thank you, Brock. They're chanting, you deserve it. And Vince has to sit back there and go, fuck, he's still not over. Yeah. And I still think it's a possibility that Brock Lesnar ends up being the undisputed champion of combat sports entertainment. Both belts, UFC and WWE. So on that note, we're going to take a break. It's a real small break. Got a shout out to my man, Tony Gobain. Um, he just released this video on YouTube. It's called Moments with Recipe for Winning. Um, we're going to be right back because I actually, before we go, I want to get your thoughts on the Redskins um, preseason, even though I don't watch football and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they might have a section of the listeners. So, here we go. Is my iPad just went completely um, tops of turbo. Okay. Yeah. Be right back. Let me take you to a place nice and quiet. Yeah, just a little quick break. And real quick, since I got you, I got everybody's undivided attention. I want to shout out to my homegirl, Candace August, uh, all the way in New York. Pretty funny entertainment. Thank you for the drop, baby girl. 
is Candace August of Pretty Funny Entertainment. Catch us with free and low-cost shows all over D.C. and New York at www.prettyfunnyent.com. Right now, you are listening to the Open Mic Radio Show with my boy, hashtag Promote Mike B. Everybody should have somebody saying hashtag promote might be. And right, we're right back. Once again, like I said, this is my man, Tony Gobain. Shout out to Candace August again. Hey, Hurt, football season's upon us. Kneeling, standing, whatever. It ain't stopping that money. They're a 70, what, billion dollar business? Billion dollar business. And you're a Redskin fan, man. So you did a podcast earlier, Hurt's House. And um, Hurt's House. Uh, last week. I believe you was talking about the preseason game that you can hear right now on Apple iTunes. Subscribe to Hertz House. Um, just a quick quick synopsis: what you think of what you saw so far in the preseason from the Redskins, and where do you see yourselves? I see y'all eight and eight, but what do you, <laughs> I don't know. it's still too early to say what will be because we still haven't seen the starting unit, which is disturbing in itself because a lot of teams felt they weren't too good to play their starting unit, but we did. We felt like we were too good to play our starting unit, mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, they had a very intense week of practice with the Jets, a couple of fist fights, mm-hmm. the flinch scene around the world, DJ Swearinger making uh, Terrell Pryor turn the entire buck 80 by flinching at him with the left hand. Have you seen that? No. Oh, I got to show it to you. So, um, Terrell Pryor was a receiver last year. He was receiving with us, and he was lackluster. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year... He it, he lost respect of his teammates, but we know now the team thought he was soft. So what happened was, you know, the Redskins were destroyed by all accounts, doing what they wanted to do to the Jets this week. The Jets got mad, illegal chop block after the play on Morgan Moses, our, our right tackle. Our left tackle, all pro, just started throwing haymakers, knocked out a DB, beat up a defensive lineman, threw a linebacker across the street. Big brawl. So after that, it was tense. And um, Terrell Pryor went up one-on-one with with, uh, our safety, got the pass slide down. And the Redskins were all cheering and chirping and, you know, whatever. So Terrell Pryor kind of walked over toward them and said something to our defensive uh, captain, DJ Swearinger. DJ Swearinger bucked at him. And you know the old school game, two for flinching? But he didn't flinch. He Mm. turned his whole back and bent over. Yeah, for a guy who's you know a foot shorter and thirty pounds lighter, and it was it was funny, it was funny, and then uh, the next day Jay Gruden comes over to Terrell Pryor, our coach, and says, "Hey, I told my guys not to fight you. I told them not to fight you because, uh, you know, I said I could beat them up. So don't y'all beat them up." To his face. Yeah. And he goes, "Well, they can't they can't guard me. I'm healthy now." And then you know. So, long story short. This isn't going to be a meaningless place uh, preseason game. This is going to be a game that both teams want to win. They've been practicing with each other all week. Both teams want to win this game, and both teams want to hit each other. So it's going to be a physical, nasty game. If we can't win that game, we can't win eight games in the season. It's the Jets. It's a no-win situation because when the Redskins win, it's, hey, man, it's just the Jets. And if they lose, it's you lost to the Jets. If they win, it's like, hey, man, it's just a preseason game. But if you lose, it's you lost a preseason game to the Jets, they can't lose this game. So what you're saying is they're going to lose the game? 
I think they're gonna smash him. I think they're gonna smash him. Okay. All right, man. All I've been hearing all week from Jets reporters and Redskins reporters is that the Redskins did whatever they wanted to do to the Jets all week long. Mm-hmm. If that can't translate over to a game, then we got problems. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, thank you, everybody. Listen, real quick, man. Give everybody your social media, how they can get in contact with you, and, you know, all that social media jazz. It's easiest to find me on Facebook, Brian Carr, B-R-Y-A-N-C-A-R-R. You'll see that me and Mike Brown are your common friends. Um, but you can also find me at HertzHouse.com. You can find the archives of my previous shows every Wednesday night, or you can find me on iTunes, Hertz House, H-U-R-T-S space H-O-U-S-E. I'm on iTunes. I'm right there. I'm in the, I'm in the, in the upper left-hand corner of your search. Or you can find me on Twitter at Hertz House, H-U-R-T-S-H-O-U-S-E, at Hertz House on Twitter. Okay. That's where I be at. Okay. Hey, man, I want to pre- I appreciate you once again coming in, doing these predictions. I have you back following week you know what I'm saying to, to see how this all turned out who who's going to end up having to do a lot of peeing because we're drinking three gallons of water uh, I want to thank you all for listening to the My Radio Podcast once again uh, my upcoming shows um, I'm working on www.omb.com it's going to be hot the site is down it's going to go back up pretty soon this week you catch me at Block Comedy at the Beer Baron DC Comedy Loft also August 31st I'm at the Romaine Water Show at the Wonderland Ballroom September 1st I'm at the DC Improv two shows back to back um, 745 and 945 September 8th I'm at the DC Draft House No, yeah I'm at the DC Draft House Doing their late show I got a few more shows That I did not write down But trust and believe I have a lot more shows That um, charge to my heart Not my brain Because I got a lot going on In my personal life Thank y'all again For listening to the Oh My Radio Podcast Follow us At Oh Might Be 757 On Twitter Instagram uh, Oh Might Be Michael Oh Might Be Brown On Facebook um, follow the podcast Subscribe to the podcast Do what, do what I ask you Because I need that That love man Until then Promote might be Because I need that promotion Oh yeah August 28th Is the Sip and Paint Comedy Show With my homegirl uh, Tony Miner Chicago Slim It's going to be comedy We sipping We painting It's going to be a good time Got my man Tommy Taylor Russ Green And um, Brittany Carney Tickets are um, 30 35 and 40 The $40 packages um, you get a free T-shirt and some other stuff, some goodies, man. Um, it's our first show. It's going to be fun, man. Thank you all again for listening. I'll catch up with you all on the flip side. Hello, it's Deja, and you're listening to the Open Mic Radio Show.